everybody, welcome back to the Vestibule of Heck podcast, episode 11. I'm Brendan. And I'm Mitchell. And uh, we got a guest with us this week. My name's Blackademics. Uh, you may remember him uh, from, what, episode 3, I think? Uh, yeah, yeah way third, back. third episode. We did. Uh, we, we interviewed you for the uh, the battle rap against, what what the hell is his name? Hallelujah, the battle didn't happen as far as you're concerned. Uh, hallelujah, what are you talking about? Oh, you want to talk some shit? No, 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 there, there's no shit to talk here. Please? I, I I could, I guess. Talk some shit. There's no shit to talk. I It uh, didn't go as well as either of us wanted to. Uh, we both talked about it uh, after the fact. Does that mean you sucked? Uh, you know, sucks a strong word, Brendan. <laughs> um, so, yes. Uh, you know what? It, you know what? I had to knock some rust off. I got a little Ronda rousey in there. You know, what are you going to do? Um, I don't think there's a thing called a little Ronda Rousey. She got roosted. She did. Both got... times she said she was going to do a good that job. That is true. But you're better than that. I was better than that. You know, it's one of the things where when you step away from a craft for a little bit, you got to knock some dust off. I'm not saying that I went up there and I just like vomited and shat my pants for five minutes, but not my best. But you know what? We keep on rolling. Right. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be out in Massachusetts on the 28th, and I'll be going to Colorado sometime this summer. So Ooh. we're already we're already moving a little bit for 2017. So. Oh, Colorado, huh? Colorado, legal weed. Legal weed. That's second why state, I'm going. Second state you've been to, battled in, right? That legal weed. You, oh yes, Cali. Second. When you went in Cali. No, I mean, what's what's the weed laws in Toronto? Uh, 25. You have to be 25 to smoke. Okay, then boom. Or to buy. It'd be 25 oh, that's weird that you old. knew that. I would never have... Yep. I didn't know that either. Sure. I live uh, about half an hour away from the Canadian that's, border. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. It's I'm pretty excited. And, you know, it's not the, the worst thing in the world. The cool thing about it is I can take every good thing that I said and just move it into a different battle. There you go. And we just keep on moving. Oh, is it not recorded? Um, It's not coming out. Nice. Not dropping. Nice. The whole event was kind of a shit show. A lot of... We have this issue where... This is a battle rap issue where people just don't show up for things. Was that the one my brother went to? Yep. Yeah. Where uh, essentially, um, I know you know this, but essentially what happened was two people went. Hollywood Jones, the person I was battling, he's from New York City. So he was driving up. Yeah. Taking the bus up. So I knew he was going to be there later. But we assumed there would be battles between the first couple battles and our battle. Instead, there were two battles, like a three-hour break where most people left, and then my battle. Wait, wait, yeah. Because you guys are the headlining. Yep. Right? You guys are the headlines. So instead of having, there was like five or six on the card before you guys. So they just crammed them all in and then like waited three hours. Pretty much. We did two battles. And it, two, the, the two battles before hours were actually pretty solid. I hope those actually come out. Um, but then the rest of the night went. No one else showed up. Bunch of cancellations on the last minute. And so people just went home. It was the day before Halloween too. So people had like yeah, the kids ready. And had to be exactly. So a lot of my friends who were there who were planning to be there. Other battle rap friends were like, yo man, I got to go. Like I got shit to do with my kids. And I'm like, I get it. So, but it is what it is. You know, you can't be mad at a loss. So, uh, how about, how about instead of, uh, it's a new year. It's a new, new, it's a new you. It's new me. But instead of, uh, putting 2016 and, uh, your, your terrible experience behind us, let's retrospect. I love retrospect. 2016. I just ended. It's it's January now. January 2017. 2017. Just to clarify. Just to clarify, yeah. We <laughs> January 3030. It's the beginning of January 2016. We continued. We like did the year over. Yeah. Except I don't want to do the year over. It's no, a good it's, year. Uh, I, I do want to do the year over because it was a good year. That's a, You know what? That's no, a good point. Knowing what's going to happen, I can like mark my calendar and be like, oh, I know that what happened this day. <laughs> uh, I'd like to do the year over so I can uh, stop, stop the uh, the atrocity that is uh, Heck Media from starting. I want to go back in time and kill me and maybe you. 
I mean, definitely. Well, you have to kill him first before you kill you, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, you yep. can't really kill me once you're dead. Well, I gotta kill you first then. All right. That's how life is. Right. Well, what is uh, it? has been is. the Vestibule Effect podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm dead. And I'm not yet. Yeah. But um, yeah, 2016 was a pretty pretty good year, especially especially for Heck. You know, started in September. I mean, it was the only year for Heck. Right. Well, it it wasn't even, that's the thing. It wasn't even a whole year. We we are only three months? months three months into this. Two two and a half, three months into it. And Uh, still uh, proudly shouting into the void. We are, and I think... The uh, void will shout back eventually. The favorite thing about 2016 is that I I got to get back into a lot of the things I love doing as far as creative works. You know, I've been working on a couple books, I've been working on, you know, I've been doing the video editing for Hack, because we just had the Bean bean game just went up. Funny video, Uh, very, very funny video. That was, it was a blast to get back into the editing and and all that stuff. Yeah, you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, I did. Um, wow. <laughs> listen, I can be Let's proud of it. Stroke off a little bit more, right? I can, listen. I'm not one of those people. I'm not going to be. I think being humble is kind of a waste of time. No, it's true. Yeah, but you know, if you're good at something, you're good at. Well, it. Mo- modesty in and of itself isn't a bad ha- uh, bad trait, but false modesty. For sure. Yeah, yes. going out of your way to be modest when you know you're really good at something. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I don't obnoxious. Wanna, I don't want to be disingenuous. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I want to. Uh, if you have talent. Be a piece of yeah. shit. Well, I mean, especially exactly. well, especially somebody like you. You have people around you that'll tell you when you do a shite job. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't have people who are worried to be like, "Well, that fucking sucked." Like, well, I mean, that's I'll, also a good thing too. Yeah, no, it's, it's you don't a, want no, to be around fantastic. a bunch of yes men. I, yeah, because you never grow. You know? Absolutely. So that's why we're here to tell you that you lost against Solomon. And that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's why I won't let you leave 2016. You're stuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm here forever. Until you redo your battle. I'm not, I'm not in January yet, actually. I'm still in December. <laughs> it's been the 31st for a couple hours now. some Groundhog Day. So uh, what was your favorite thing about 2016? What was my favorite thing about 2016? Non-political? <laughs> you know, I think we've done a pretty good job keeping keeping the Vestibule of Heck podcast from being too... Uh, politically uh, charged. Divisive, politically charged. Pick your word. So I'd like, I'd like to keep it that way. I agree. Um, no, I mean, I, kind of piggybacking off of uh, what Brendan said, I think this was a good year just like growing up and like seeing the things that I like to do and finding time to do them, like finding time to write more, finding time to... Uh, get outlets that I can be creative because I feel like especially a lot of people around our age group they kind of squander whatever talents they may have had growing up or that they may still have and they just kind of go like eh what's the point I'm never going to be famous or I'm never going to do thing and yeah. get big off of it so why try the quote unquote real world t- tends yeah. to I think squash it's, a lot of I kind of this year was a very big year of me like looking at Battle Rap for example going like is this something I want to keep doing or is there no point to it and losses of course attribute to that but then at the end of the day I kind of realized you know what I'm doing it because I like doing it I liked the memes memes are good Wow, thank you so much for your input. Uh, well, uh, specifically, memes? No, I mean, you know. Just meme culture in oh, general, yeah. the, our favorite thing to talk about? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty indifferent to memes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, You're indifferent to memes. Hitler was in, in uh, he just didn't care about the Jews. <laughs> yeah, he didn't feel very passionately one way or the other yeah, about, no, about what, the Third Reich. It means what take or leave him, right? Uh, but oh, no, God. really, um... I mean, 2016 was uh, fine. I don't, it, the only really big thing that happened was heck media. Like, it's been good. It's been fun. Uh, nothing really big personally happened, but it's it has been nice to... Uh, I've never worked closely with um, people that I actually respect and find, like, 
have a, an actual talent Sony put out there. So it's it's nice to uh, not be alone in a venture for the first time. So you said the nice thing. I'm I'm waiting for the jab. I mean, where's the jab? But Brendan sucks. No, you the left hook. Yeah. Oh no, you're a real you cunt. Lead with your left. <laughs> you lead your left, and he's following up with the right. No, you're right? absolutely a real cunt. But like, it doesn't mean I can't respect you. I'm a little. cunt, and I'm good at things. Yeah, like you have a talent, and you uh, you you definitely propel me to do more. So yeah. I I respect that. I appreciate that. I'm like a very nice cunt. I'm nice looking, acting <laughs> cunt. Yeah, don't. You don't queef a lot. We've put. <laughs> We've, uh, we've put out, on the we put out video content now. Uh, people people know we don't we don't look so great. I, you know I, I, There's I, no more mystery. I disagree. I think we look like two very nice young dads. Dad bods are in. That's what I'm hearing. That's, very nice young dads. Dads with no children. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, this is actually what we're we're debuting on this podcast, episode 11, Vestibule Pack. Uh, we're adopting black academics. Yeah. It's gonna be called. Uh, I have no parents, obviously. <laughs> I don't know if I was implying that. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna I'm get not, into that. I'm one. not saying that I was. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm sorry about your loss. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're our son now. That makes sense. So we're gonna, uh, you know, exploit you on video. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna get. On Sounds Ellen. like my life. Probably. We're gonna get on Ellen. That's the plan. Who else is on TV? Is it only Ellen? Ellen, uh... Who else is on TV? Who's doing day TV? Anyway? Just Ellen. Ellen. Is it just Ellen? I mean, there's a thousand people. Dr. Phil's still a thing. She is serpent. Is he? Yeah. Oh, he just yeah. did a thing with the... What is it? The chick from The Shining. Sure. You didn't hear about that? No. You haven't heard... So, okay. So, segue, I'm sorry. But... No, this is great. Bring it on. So, and I'm, I don't remember actresses' names because I'm shit at that. The We've all seen The Shining here, right? I yeah. assume? Yeah. Okay. So, the wife in The Shining... Okay. Uh, she's in that movie, obviously... Really? She hasn't really done much of anything. Like, you know her for that. Like, yeah. name a movie that she's been in other than that. The Shining. Other than The Shining. Oh. The Shining director's cut. Oh, good call. And the Blu-ray. And um, the Blu-ray. <laughs> I mean, she's done other things, obviously. I'm just kind of spitballing here. But right. uh, Dr. Phil, a couple, I want to say a couple months ago, they put out like a teaser clip for their new episode, whereas that woman, and she's put on a lot of weight, and she's kind of been left to her own devices, and she went a little insane. She thinks that there's aliens in her backyard trying to get her. She thinks that Robin Williams is still alive and she spoke to him. Uh, Robin Williams, actually, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. you didn't listen to the last podcast. No. Robin Williams is still alive. He was hanging Tupac. out with Tupac. Yeah, that's right. right. Uh, they were trying to smuggle a 115-pound spot. Makes sense. Yeah. I'd fake my death to do that. So, so she's not are, wrong. Are you telling me the, the woman that was in the movie about somebody going crazy has now herself gone crazy well that's the funny she, thing was about she exposed it. to the shining well actually it's funny if i had to put money on one of those people from that movie going crazy jack nicholson, jack nicholson. Jack nicholson. but wasn't he crazy before but, uh, he, more, but more, more so. so he came in crazy exactly so it's like his level's already there but what there's so dr fell this episode where he like interviews her and tries to get her help you can't see my air quotes but i'm doing air quotes uh, yeah, good for good for an audio <laughs> um tries to get her help but it's very you know and i'm not one of those like oh it's exploitative he's a bad person but it is exploitative it was very exploitive. It was very just like, oh yeah, tell us about the aliens that are attacking you. I mean, that's tell not... us about Robin Williams and that's Doctor Phil. Man. Yeah, and a lot of people got into an uproar. I'm just kind of like, is this anything new for Doctor Phil? Like, oh, that's, you're that, mad now. That whole that whole section of, of like daytime television, right? Where it's like Doctor Phil Maury, uh, who was the other big one? Montel, uh, Montel, <laughs> Montel Williams. Oh no, uh, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Yeah. You know, he's still I, on TV though. I right? think. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think uh, Doctor Phil presents himself in a way where. It's clearly not a joke. 
Right, but they act like it is. You know, like if you're watching, if you're watching Jerry Springer, you know, there's the whole like jury, jury, yeah. and they, they intentionally play like it's crazy shit, like, yeah. right? But I think Doctor Phil, they try to present themselves like it's serious, like real problem solving. It's almost like Doctor yeah. Oz, like how he, oh, he acts Dr. like he's a real Oz, doctor. Yeah, don't get me started on that guy. Well, that's well, that's exactly what I'm getting at, though. It's nuts because they put themselves out there like they're you know really trying to do some good, but in reality, they're just making television. You know, they're not really doing any good. Well, I mean, it's like the same reason when you look at, like, any news station, like a CNN or a Fox News. It's still television. It's still got to get ratings. It's still got to get eyes on the TV set. So they got to sensationalize a little bit. Exactly. And so it kind of, especially in terms of Dr. Phil, because he's a psychologist. Oh, uh, clinical psychologist. Again. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> if he's, I, I feel like he's, like, as a clinical psychologist. Yeah, I don't know maybe. if his actual but, education... Oh, uh, he has a... He has a <laughs> Got a he's bachelor's actually, degree? He's, a, he's got a BA in mechanical engineering. No, <laughs> uh, no but he, he, you know, I feel like they, they act like it's a big help show, right? No. But it's not. I mean, no one's... If I, your problem can't get them ratings, you're not going to be on the show. Oh, yeah. Right. And and honestly, if your problem doesn't get solved by the show, probably better ratings. Sure. Because if you go on Dr. Phil and you're like, wow, you're right, and you leave fixed, fixed, quote-unquote... Yeah, uh, but it's like, you gotta think, there's probably little to no follow-up unless they can get money out of a sequel episode right. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, so. we got back in touch with the girl who eats her own hair and punches her dog. Let's peep, I'd watch that let's peep this yeah, out. Yeah, actually, can we, can we uh, pause the podcast, keep that episode real quick? This Dr. Brendan. Oh, that's our next uh, video thing. Actually, that'd be pretty fun. We should do a Dr. Yeah. Phil parody. Yeah, we should. That'd be funny. We can try to fix this guy. <laughs> that's gonna take a couple episodes. We can turn you unblack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, his whole empire would fall, though. Yeah, my empire would all fall. Yeah, he, to, he would have actually to, be white endemic. Yeah, I'd have to. Rebuild. He would be. He would be <laughs> the, the joke. The joke would go full no, circle. That's, it, that's like the that's like the nerdy joke they hit you with, like the Carlton Banks stuff. Like the, that doesn't hit true, you yeah. anymore. You know, it let doesn't. me let me ask you something though, Evie. Have you ever considered going to a battle rap in whiteface? Um, ooh, that's and uh, on in the grand scheme of me battling in over well, I'm in my third year at this point. Um, there have been a lot of ideas. That I've come up with over the years. That I'm like, hmm, what if I tried this? That's on there. I would support you. Going like a mime. Well, you know, it's funny. There's someone who tried blackface once upon a time. Yeah. And. But that's, that's. that's a oh, little, sure. And there's actually, there's different That's a bit more of a dicey topic. Absolutely. Um, I thought about it. It would depend on the situation who I'm battling. Like, if I'm battling someone who's also not trying to be funny. Yeah, it it's just not going to work well at all. He's like a dumbass. Yeah, it'd like be something where just like Joker. if I was battling someone who like I know a little bit better than some rando that I got matched up with, and I'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to do this thing." <laughs> all right, cool, whatever, dummy. You keep me posted, and I'll, the day that White Edemic's white face is happening, Vestibule of Heck will be the first people to know about yes. it. It'll be announced here. Vestibule of Heck Media exclusive. Um, but it's just risky doing shit like that, man. Like. A lot of times you'll be sitting in your room writing shit or like around people and they're like, oh, what about this idea I'm going to pull off? Sure, yeah, do it. Then you get on stage and you're like, oh, this is not funny. I'll have you know, it would be my proudest moment to be the one responsible for toppling the Black Academics Empire. That'd be good. While you do it, can you wear a Heck Media shirt? Are there Heck Media shirts yet? Uh, Not yet. There will be eventually, (laughs) I'm sure. Down the road we're going to have them, but we'll print one especially for you to wear up on stage. I like the sound of that. Because hopefully it'll just go viral and we can just use and abuse you to get views. Because anything for views, boys. Amen. Uh, I, I get it. Yeah. Spe- speaking of anything for views, we uh, we just subjected ourselves to some terrible yeah. bullshit. Some really terrible bullshit. So we we, uh, we were looking, trying to figure out what we want to do for more video content because 
The whole the whole Bim, uh, Bean Boozle game was that was fantastic. It was fun to shoot. Very funny. Fun if you haven't watched early. it yet, please watch it. It's go yeah, fun. go to the uh, Heck Media YouTube channel. Check it out. Uh, I think it's called the Unluckiest Bean Man. Yeah. Uh, hyphen Bean Boozled featuring vomit. Because uh, I I puked I puked on cam. But see the the thing about that was the return on investment of the Bean game was that it was fun to shoot. Like we're not a big entity yet. Yeah. Like, it was a fair... It's been fairly successful. Hasn't been up for 24 hours yet, and it already has, like, 19, 20 views. But for a channel of our size who has eight subscribers... Sure. That's pretty solid. Yeah, that's... That's, that's over yeah. double of your subscribers. If Watch bigger it. channels had that, they'd be getting their fucking doors kicked down by sponsorships. We, however, are not. So... Yeah. But again, as, as a as a entity that doesn't make a lot of money, mm. our biggest return on investment is how much fun we have doing things. And I've said it in a previous podcast, like, no matter how much we're just shouting into the void, I'd continue to do the podcast, because it's nice uh, to hang out with my friend and talk about whatever's going on. He's talking about me. Yeah. I, yeah I, I'm yeah. being replaced. This is, sorry, this, is my, this is my farewell podcast. <laughs> that said... I'm gonna go to Cambodia. This, most, <laughs> this uh, more recent video was just hell to shoot. Was it hell... Or was you already it made that joke. Heck, I see. Okay, I think that the hot pepper video has retrospective fun. I was just gonna say we were talking about oh, that earlier. Oh, did we yeah. just drop what the video was? Have we said that yet? Yeah. Alright. Maybe now we did. Now we did. It's a hot pepper video, right? Well, nobody, it sucks. Nobody listens, nobody listens to the podcast. We're fine. It's true. <laughs> My mom listens to the podcast. Huh. Hi, Mitchell, she mom. Does. It was actually again retrospective funny. Uh, my mom listens to the podcast, and I talk about jacking off at work last week. Hey, that's the way to go. Yeah. You did? Yeah. yeah you know, they, they talk about that in Wolf of Wall Street or whatever. I, like, hey, I don't censor myself. There you go. Have I not seen uh, Wolf of Wall Street in a long time? I feel like that's not old enough movie for me to forget that. No, they talk about it. Um, fucking Matthew McConaughey's talking to Leo, and he says, you know, when you're having a stressful day at work, sometimes you just oh, gotta yeah. go in the bathroom. Like, they did that on Scrubs, too. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, they did. I, that's one I haven't watched in a while, Scrubs. Uh, I will say, um, love you, Mom. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I say the same thing to my parents, but uh, they don't listen to the podcast. Well, here's my thing. I think the, the whole shouting to the void thing, I, I do, I enjoy it because I enjoy creating stuff. I like looking at like my log of work, uh, like a big turd, being like, I made that. And then nobody gives a shit but me. Except but for you, yeah. yeah. It's your shit. Yeah, you can also see your progress, too. Like, you can look at like your first podcast and then like... <laughs> no, but don't do that. <laughs> but then, like, a year from now... You can look at whatever your current podcast is and like, oh, look at all the things we've learned. Look yeah. what I do better now. I mean, frankly, we can go ahead and just look at the first podcast and the fourth podcast <laughs> after we got, like, microphones. Oh, and, was the first uh, one off these mics? Uh, <laughs> the first two weren't. The first these. two weren't, and then the third one we had him rem- uh, uh, oh, yeah, I was like school, him, yeah. on remote, so his audio wasn't yeah, in these I was looking like a headset yeah. mics. So. Yeah, we're all in the same room right now. Hey, we're that's, practic- what, holi- that's what holidays do. We're practically together, practically jacking each other off. Essentially, yeah. We are going to be literally jacking each other off later, though. That's the next video. It's after the podcast. Yeah, the podcast, and there's podcast after. Dinner. That's uh, I'm just gonna make an after dark joke. What was that? Uh, what, was that? what was that Japanese streaming website? Oh, Nico, 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 Nico. That's going up on <laughs> Nico, Nico. Nico, Nico. Look for Heck Media uh, on on uh, Nico Nico. It's a Japanese streaming website where the comments uh, scroll across the screen. Look for the Heck- funniest shit you could ever see. Look for Heck Media on Nico Nico to uh, watch us uh, jacking each other off. 
I think people want that. I mean, what I've seen from all one email we've gotten from fans, which is... Did we really get an email from fans? No, we got a... We got a um, I mean, I know we have many emails from Barrister Jude Anthony. I, you know, I haven't gotten to talk at length about my, my, my uh, scam venture. Oh, wait, sorry. Barster. Barster, yeah. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm ending that series this week. I'm doing the last entry this week. In yeah, the I've been, I've been looking at our email. He seems like he's getting upset. <laughs> okay, so have you been paying attention? I've not. I've not. So I did this uh, series of articles. It's on its sixth part where I'm going to end it. Um, where JoJo should have ended. Yeah, and I mean, you don't want to jump the shark here. That, yeah. And, well, fuck off. And, <laughs> and so um, what happened is we at, at the Heck Media, uh, Heck Media, uh, Heck Media at Gmail they don't need to email us for anything. I mean, please just email us. Just whatever, tell us uh, dick pics, memes. If you, <laughs> I can't wait to open up the fucking email and see three dick pics <laughs> <laughs> from the same person. It's gonna be all three of us. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be two of us and Johnny Calcorn. Yeah. Oh, What's been going on, with Johnny Calcorn? Where's my he boy? Hasn't Bitch hasn't gotten us. back to me. I emailed him. I messaged him on WordPress. You can do you can do that on yeah, WordPress. Yeah, I went right to his blog and I t- tried to talk to him. We really want him on the podcast. I need Please. him on the podcast, even though it's like it's a. I don't care if he wants money. I'll pay, I'll pay. Give me five minutes with Johnny Calcorn. We'll talk. Listen, well, we, we wanted you on the podcast with him. Because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, give me five minutes with Johnny Calcorn. His Cal- his. Uh, his- Slightly less than vaguely racist comment. Yeah, just a tad. Well, let's, uh, for people who don't, people who might be new or might not remember Johnny Calcorn. Yeah, anyone who's watching from episode 11 onward for some reason. Well, I mean, you got, you pick up new viewers, maybe. Yeah, true. I mean, we don't, but real channels do. <laughs> no, we're slowly growing. It's slow, but it's like one or two people every podcast. I mean, you, you say that, but our most viewed podcast is still like, I think, episode three with, with Black yeah, well, but because it, you shared it, but right? I mean, I also you'll share it. this one. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. I mean, you better guess who's, like, guess who's coming on every week. <laughs> See, this is just a guess big, who's back. This well, is just a big uh, scam to get you to be part of Hack. Actually, I was talking to Brennan, and uh, I was I was talking about like, oh yeah, we gotta have Evie over to do the podcast, and uh, we'll also maybe like film a video. And it's just gonna be the slow uh, initiation of uh, Blackademics. Evie as there you go uh, a full time member of Hack Media cross promotion <laughs> yeah there you go and you know we'll work for you we'll uh, we'll be your hype man and your battle rap someone needs to be I need two I need two like two white chubby dads. white white dads man I bet I've already been there he's been there yeah that's true that's I true. Just gotta show up but, yeah all I gotta do is show up but anyway so I, I I'm doing this series we got a scam email right uh, from Barster. Nigerian Prince from no 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 not Nigerian Prince but it's a very similar email scheme uh, it is from Togo West Africa. Um, there's a place in Africa called Togo. There's a place in Africa called Togo. West Africa. West Africa. Um, and the whole email, the pre- the premise was that a dead relative in Togo that I have, obviously. Mr. Edward. Mr. Edward. Um, he left a large sum of money that is locked in a bank vault somewhere, and we had to pay the fees. This national treasure? To help him out. Right, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no. you had to steal the Constitution. <laughs> I was doing a lot of research for it, and I actually came upon a Dateline NBC series that I, I actually knew beforehand with Chris Hansen. Hey, let's go. Chris Hansen of um, Dateline NBC, Catch Predator fame. Formerly of Dateline NBC. Formerly of Formerly. Date- yeah, yeah, right, he's doing his own thing now. Predator versus Hansen. Hansen versus Predator. It's fantastic. It is good. It is very um, good. And so the whole premise was that he was going to have me eventually send him money. This, his name is uh, Jude Anthony. Barrister Jude Anthony. A uh, barrister. So a barrister is like a... Is that a title? Like A barrister is a, a type of lawyer, basically, who deals with accounts and, and uh. those sort of things. 
Uh, but kept, the, the word barrister was misspelled in the email. Barster. They forgot the I. So it's barster. barster. So anytime I refer to him in the in the article series, I do bar, uh, you know, like parenthesis, I, closing parenthesis, stir, <laughs> barrister. Um, and so I was corresponding with him for a couple, about a month, uh, going back and forth with the emails. And what I was mm. doing was I was taking his emails and critiquing them. Like, like their spelling and their grammar. Okay. Uh, kind of looking at them as almost modern art pieces. Okay. And responding and trying to see how far I could go with this. Now, there was a, a gap in there when I was doing a performer profile for, for a, a singer up at uh, up in uh, Potsdam. Oh, I think I saw that. You uh, put a video for that. Scott, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so good I was tunes. doing that. So, I, yeah, he's good. He's real good. I wish he would get back to me and you know promote the thing I worked hard on. And also but, maybe be on the podcast. And maybe be on the podcast. He's not listening to the podcast. And so <laughs> <laughs> now I'll 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 branch that. But eventually I so I took like a week or two off of of doing the scam venture cuz I was doing it every week. Mm-hmm. And I get some get some angry emails uh, about him like where are you? What are you doing? Uh, Barster. His his yeah. uh, not his most recent because I see his most recent. Uh the one that I had looked at uh, was simply just the words, Why are you silent? Get back to me. Do not delay. And so one of the most recent emails, and why I'm cutting it off, is he said, you know, oh, I'm, I've am i uh, completed the transaction. We have the money, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you just need to talk to my reverend friend to help. I don't know. I don't know. Talk to Jesus, man. Get that money. Right? And so I'm like, okay, so this could literally just go on forever. Can I, give, can I just give a, a brief clip? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank the Lord for keeping his promise that those who put their trust in him will never be ashamed. So this is a really interesting thing with all of these scams, because I, like I said, I did a lot of research when I was doing this series, and with a lot of these scams, what they're, they're, they're trying to target uh, an older demographic, sure. uh, who, and they're trying to make you either feel bad... Or make you feel some kind of like guilt or remorse or sadness, and want to help them. Sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, my husband has cancer, and we need blah blah, blah money, but he's a millionaire. So when he doesn't have cancer, when he gets out of the hospital, we can send you the money." Which right? But they never send you the money. Yeah, yeah, but they never send you the money. But they add stuff like that in all the time, like, "Oh, you know, thank the Lord and blah blah blah," to kind of tug at your heartstrings. Sure. Now, as a shitty meme lord, jaded twenty something, <laughs> I don't. I would experience these feelings. I'm like, I, yeah, I know this is a scam. But let me, uh, let me, let me pull you around. So I, I had some fun ones. I had a Christmas-themed one mm-hmm. that did, um, Twas the Night Before Christmas. I did this poem, but I changed it. I mean, it was about the email, uh, that email that week. But I, I realized, I'm like, I gotta cut this off. I'm gonna be doing this scam, ven- I call it scam venture. I'm doing the scam venture for the rest of my fucking life. Because I could just, these, sure. they don't stop. They don't, yeah. Yeah, they, they want that stopping. money. Yeah. And they'll really, they'll really get at you to get the money. Yeah, a lot of it was like, oh, you know, make sure you do it now, quick, do it now, where have you been, what are you doing? And so it's kind of, it's horrendous to me that they, there are people like waiting to like trick an older person, because that's who it's aimed at, right? Sure. Because at one point I did like a tiny eye reverse search on like one of the pictures, he sent me a picture of his passport, and it was the funniest fucking picture, it looked so He sent you a picture of his passport? Oh yeah, oh yeah, go check it at heckmedia.com, go check out, go check out the, I'm it's, it's a real, real wow, funny yeah, I'm going to show as hard as possible. I'm proud of that work. I did a good job. And so, <laughs> and so uh, I did a reverse image search on his um, passport, and it came up on a scam website of people oh who are, like, recording God. this. So, like, obviously it's not aimed at a younger generation who knows how to do this stuff. And I'm just kind of like, you know what, fuck this guy. I'm going to screw with him for a couple weeks. It, you know, it really annoys me 
that, you know, scammers have not caught up. Because you got to think, like, yeah, you're going to keep targeting old people. Old people will die soon. If you don't get... I mean, I'm also talking about scammers getting better. And what's, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I want scammers mm-hmm. to get better. But you'd think they'd, like, learn, like, okay, like, a 20-something when he's 40 is going to know better than to fall for shit like this. So right. So we to upgrade our scam. Right. Yeah. That's the, thing. the scam, luckily, is dying off. If you look at the statistics, people giving money to it has gone down dramatically. Right. You know, because like you said, like the Nigerian prince email. That's, yeah, it's like that's, that's, like, a meme, that's yeah. like a ubiquitous like pop culture thing right. at this point. Everyone knows like that's bullshit. You would yeah. hope. You would hope. You would hope. Yeah. Uh, see, my thought was, I'm like, what if? Like, you know, like passed through my mind, like, what if this guy is actually honest? Sure. And poor guy just needs help in Africa. I am dying. I'm in Africa. Give me money. And then it occurred to me, I'm like, oh, this is the same mentality people get when they're like, oh, I can win the lottery. Absolutely. Like, it could be me. Like, well, yeah, yeah statistically, it's not going to be. No. But what if this time? What if this time? It's... That's why I feel like that makes so much money. That's why like, you have casinos that make so much money, because it's the what if. It's the what if. People want to go for that windfall of money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because that's ideal. You know, if you get a bunch of money randomly and don't you didn't have to really work for it's like okay, yeah, this is ideal, but the world unfortunately it, doesn't work that way. I just like scam venture. If it, if it seems too good to be true, it probably, probably is. is. Yeah, and you know, and I mean, if you missed out on the thing that was too good to be true, it happens. My life is none the different. I I got to write and do extra content on this, and it's it was fun. So if I if I if there was really millions of dollars coming my way. Whoops. <laughs> but I mean, there's a fun little process you can look back to and be like, well, that was fun. Yeah. Although, uh, given the situation, I sincerely doubt that there was millions of dollars coming no. our way. Uh, because this is this is my favorite part of the whole thing. Uh, in the first email, he only referred to our, our deceased uh-huh. relative as uh, Mr. Edward. Mr. Edward, yeah. Um, now, this is how we know it was procedurally generated. Yeah, this is like, they use some kind of botting or some kind of automatic response system. So, basically what ended up happening was that they eventually let drop the full name of our dead, our deceased relative. Was it Edward Heck Media? Mr. Edward Media. Oh, no! Because when I signed up for the Gmail account, I put first name Heck, Heck last name Media. And so it came up, like, Mr. Edward Media. That's one of the things where it's like... Not funny to every person in the world, but like that's hilarious to me. That's so that's yeah, fucking it's, hilarious. It's like, oh my god, like they're they're not even trying. And I mentioned that I think it was like the second or, or third or fourth entry, probably third. And I'm like, yeah, they're not even trying. You know, like again, as like a computer savvy twenty something, you know, better I can catch this. Sure, yeah, absolutely. they didn't they didn't do a great job. No, they, I gave them a solid C minus, uh, D plus for their effort. Uh, the gra- the grammatical errors were. Amazingly wonderful. Sure, it was like reading. It, it was like I was reading like a Google translated paragraph, which is probably what it was. Which is probably yeah, probably exactly what it was. Typed up some shit, threw it in Google Translate, popped it in an email. Oh, yeah. so you know what? <laughs> Speaking of desperate shysters, uh-huh. uh huh. So we were out gathering some supplies today. <laughs> oh yeah, can we please talk about this? Oh boy, yeah, we were out gathering some supplies today for some content. Uh. We happened to, to stumble into a, a fairly interesting scenario. So something I for sure have never experienced. This before. is the first time I ever saw this like this. Like no. So we were at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, which is a great start to that. It puts it really. In oh, some good really context. puts it in perspective. Yeah. So like late holiday season, Walmart. Right. So it's busy. Uh, we're in line. We got all of our stuff. There's a gentleman in front of us. 
with a pinata. Well, <laughs> frankly, there's a Minnie gen- Mouse pinata. Well, frankly, there's a gentleman that came up behind us. Oh, right, he walked through. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he simply walked past us up to the front of the line and uh, asked the woman who was currently uh, placing her items on the on the belt. Hey, can I get in front of you? He had he had one thing. And she had like a cart. He, Though, she had a cart full of shit. And to be fair to the woman, like yeah, still a cunt. But I think she was mid transaction at that oh, point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I get it. You no, can't I, I stop don't. That. I don't necessarily hold this against her. Yeah. I uh, I just I think it's interesting. He said he had one thing, and that's a fair argument. Yeah. He wanted to just get through, and the express lines were full and stuff. It was busy. So he went to this woman, asked she he could get in front of her. She said no. Uh, he went to just walk back. I said, hey. Go ahead and get in front of us because I, you know, we plan ahead. We were not in a hurry. Nope. Uh, so he stands in front of us. We're waiting for <laughs> what? Maybe, maybe three minutes. Yeah, if that. If that. Yeah. yeah, it was really quick. Uh, when he approaches the what person in front of us, who has, like, or three right items. in front of him, who had two or three things. Yeah, I'm not he didn't sure. have a ton. It was, less than us. No, it was two or three. Uh, we had arm loads of shit, so yeah. like that's why I let him in front of us. I don't want to make a guy wait. Sure. I'll be nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to do. So. He approaches the person directly in front of him, who was directly in front of us, two or three items. Yep. And uh, for whatever reason, the guy says, no, nah, I've just got three things. Like, just hold on. Yeah, like, hold wait. on seven seconds. That, that guy had three things. This guy had one. It's They're both, like, very simple, yeah. quick. So the guy, you know, he well, it seems to accept that and stands there for another 45 seconds. And then he just kind of leaves. <laughs> now, just, now yeah. not just... Puts down the piñata and leaves. It's leaves. Piñata in hand. And I think we're all kind of looking over the merch and like, is he, is he leaving with the... Yeah, he, I'm like, is he just gonna, he's going? And the guy that was in front of us, like, peeks over the the Yeah, the he has a better vantage stuff, point than us. And he's and just like, yeah, he just went out the door. Now, mind you, we're saying all this, and the employee who's ringing everyone out is right there. And does not give a Not fuck. Doesn't say a word. Which, like, God bless you for oh, not yeah. giving a shit. You know what? It makes me think, if you're working at Walmart, you must see that shit all the time. I have to. It was incredible, because, like, we've all done some less than scrupulous sure. things at stores sure. before. I remember I remember my, my time of stealing Yu-Gi-Oh cards in the Walmart bathroom. Yeah, I've been there. But this guy <laughs> just completely, obviously... Pinata, two and a half foot tall, mini mouse yeah. pinata in, a, in hand, just leaves the line, walks straight out the door. No one says anything. Not, no alarm goes off. No one says anything. He just goes on home with his pinata. That makes me believe that we could have taken all the things that we got today and just left with them. Probably, Probably yeah. I, and it was amazing because it goes to show you yeah. that as long as you put yourself in the zone of like I'm doing what's okay. You know what? I'm I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be leaving with this piñata and no one can stop me. Boom. No one can't stop yeah, me. Yeah, this is a big speech to uh, the power of positive thinking and yeah. the power of getting things done. Hey. If you want a piñata, just fucking steal it. <laughs> and it's like also one of the things, is someone going to, will someone tackle you if you stole a Galaxy Note 7? Yeah. Is someone going to tackle you for a Minnie Mouse piñata from Walmart? No. Can I be honest? I would. For the Minnie Mouse piñata? Oh, yeah. If you worked at Walmart, you were like, a well, not if I worked at Walmart, I might have just done it. <laughs> just if, if I realized he was leaving, I might have just done it. You want to be that hero? Oh, yeah. Be in the Scotian Well, news? I want, I wanted the, the Minnie Mouse. Pinata. Oh. So you take the Minnie Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> I agree with that. Because then you wouldn't be a thief. That's a prime Pinata. You're a thief from that guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's a thief anyway, so yeah. who cares if you steal from him? Steal from the poor to give to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like robbing a drug dealer. <laughs> It's like there are already, already a criminal. There must be okay with crime. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna be like? He robbed. 
Oh. Look, if you're gonna if you're gonna commit crimes, you don't get to cherry pick what's okay. Amen. You're yeah. gonna steal. Expect people to steal from you. It's like the people who like I have friends who you know I pirate pretty much everything. Yeah. If I can pirate it, I take it. Um. So I have friends. You who, might not want to. This is uh, this is going up on the internet. <laughs> I don't know if anybody told. I you. steal everything. Ibrahim Abdul Rahman. I steal everything. I do. Luckily, Vespio of Heck is now on iTunes and is free. So I'll be stealing that for free. Yep. (laughs) When has it ever not been free? (laughs) Where's the paywall for Vespio of Heck? Sometimes you gotta subscribe to things on iTunes. That's true. Uh, Well, you can. That costs money? Yeah, you can make it pay. Making people pay oh, for sure. it. Yeah. You can subscribe to us also for free. For free. And uh, yeah. all our new episodes will show up in your, your fucking iTunes feed. And then you can just download them and listen to them whenever you want. Boom, there you go. Yeah. Um, We're official now. But yeah, no, I, I pirate everything. But I'm also some one of those people who's like, I, I pirate everything. So when I talk to a friend who's like, oh, I wanted to see so-and-so movie. And I'm like, oh, like, just go download it. It's online. There's like, a good rip online. Oh, I don't steal movies. That's wrong. Meanwhile, his phone, every album on his phone is pirated from one place or another. And it's like, you don't get to pick and choose what's illegal and what's not. Yeah, it's like, well, this is illegal because I like it. Or I mean, at the same yeah. time, like, yeah, I steal music, but I won't murder someone this week. But... Right, but as far as the theft <laughs> as far as of theft entertainment, goes, yeah, like you know, like if you steal video games off the internet, you're probably okay with stealing music off the internet, exactly, or you should be because it's all the same concept, exactly. Yeah, for me, what it really just comes down to whatever's more convenient. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm not like I'm not gonna steal off the internet like a new new game because like my computer probably can't run it or whatever. I'll just buy it because it's more convenient. It definitely is a convenience thing. Do you know how many times I've pirated a copy of Battlefield 1942? I've pirated that on every single computer I've owned since 2005. (laughs) And, like, I do it every time. I bought it once way back, lost the discs... Now I just pirate. Well, the way I, I, I agree with Mitchell, where it's one of those things where, like, for instance, going to a game thing where if a new game come out, like, yeah, I could probably put it on my laptop, but how big is it? Like, Doom was like sixty gigs for me. Yeah. Do I want to promote all that, or do I just want to go to fucking Redbox, get Doom, knock it out in a weekend, and call it a day? Well, yeah, and then there's also the accessibility issue. Like, I I don't pay for TV. Right. I'll just watch TV on the internet. Sure. Yeah. Like through various means, whatever. Sure. It is. Absolutely. YouTube, whether it's yeah. whether it's pay or whether it's free, I'll just watch yeah. anything I want to watch through the internet. Sure. And it, it, it like goes the same for like football. So, I'm not gonna if they would let me just pay for a game or pay oh, for absolutely. like just like if a, they could tell me pay five dollars and you can watch this Ravens game, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But it's such a pain in the ass. It's easier for me to just go on Reddit and be mm-hmm. like NFL streams, and they're oh, there they all well, are. at the same time. Like also if like someone tells me oh so and so movie you should go see that. If it's on Netflix, I won't pirate it. I'm already paying for Netflix. Yeah, I, I steal I, what I already own. I look on other platforms I already like, Exactly. If it's not in any of those places, I'm stealing you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And even even some of that, it's like, I'll pay a couple bucks to watch a movie. Oh, sure. I don't care about that. Sure. But it's like, if you're going to make me like go and get it... Yeah, you're going to make me go spend $20 for the Blu-ray? Mm, Sorry. Not going to happen. Pirating you, boy. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> like, it's, I feel like, especially with a lot of movies, I mean, I'm someone who watches movies over and over again, Same. but none of them have really been a recent movie that I would have bought. Right? Like, all the movies that I like that I watch over and over, I bought for like a dollar on VHS. Like, uh, I like the or God- I just already had them. Yeah, like, like I love the Godzilla movies. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. I have every Godzilla movie that I like on VHS. Boom. They were, dollar, player, they were right? a dollar. They were a dollar. Oh yeah, they were a dollar on the. I, mean, I bought them at like flea markets or mm-hmm. eBay. You know, like I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna pay five dollars on Amazon to watch a movie. At the same time, though, like I am a person who, 
rec- I recognize when work is put into something that deserves money. Uh, years ago, I had a uh, my Wii was modded that I could just put games on there whenever I wanted to. Uh, the new Donkey Kong came out, the Donkey Kong Country Returns or whatever. Yeah, pirated yeah. it, pirated it, played through it, loved it. Immediately went back to my job. I was working at a game store at the time. Bought a new copy of Donkey Kong Country Returns. Never opened it, just bought it. And I was like, boom, because you know what, worth my money. You guys deserve my money because you made a good product. Yeah, that's also that's also the thing too. Is like, I won't. I mean, I might, but I, I won't. Uh, I won't just torrent like small time artists. That too, sure, of course. Like yeah. if if it's somebody that I know could sure. use my support, absolutely, and and it would help them. Yeah, just, I'll kick them the live. five bucks or the fifteen bucks. Yeah, if, it, if yeah. it's a, like an independent musician, I'll pay for their CD instead of just mm-hmm. downloading it. Yeah, if it's you but know, like you know what you know, I didn't pay money for Suicide Squad. You know what, WB don't need my money like that. It's whatever. Yeah, it's it's. I don't feel terrible, especially if I didn't super enjoy the product. I mean, you would never buy a car without driving it. Sure, absolutely. Right. So, like, if you like something, consume it. I think the exchange of money should happen afterwards. I understand that doesn't really work in a capitalist system. And especially, I think we're talking like ideally. Like, if you enjoy something, it's it's you know you should give. But I mean, that's also living in a world where we get everything at face value. You look at entertainment. You get trailers or teasers that. A lot of times we'll show you something that you think you may want, and you get the product, and you're like, oh, I didn't want this at all. It's you like already the, spent the $10. Do you guys remember the Ouya? Yes. I do. Ouya. Oh, O-U-Y-A. O-U-Y-A. The system, right? Yeah, yeah, there was this I never got that. Was it bad? Yeah, it was awful. It was a terrible... It terrible never ended mistake. up having support for any good games. That was Ooh. a thing. There was, for everyone who doesn't know, there was like an almost indie-level It was like game an Android-like it was, game system, right? Yeah. It was an Android-based system, and this was, I don't know, this must have been five, six years ago. Five or six point. years. And it was it was slated to be like the next best thing in gaming. It was going to bring gaming back to the people. Blah blah blah. You know, kick it away. From all that. great things. All great things Honestly, on yeah. paper. Yeah. And then when you realize how the video game industry works, how it's usually yeah. about either independent developers putting out stuff on comp- on like PC, or big companies putting things out on console because that's sure. kind of how it works. It's like the funny thing my dad always says to me whenever we were like out when I take him out to a store or something or looking at the electronics section he's like oh what's the new games I'm like this this and this he's like someday someone has to put out a system that plays all video games I don't know why they don't do that and you know when you get you talking to your parents about something you just know you can't explain that situation to them you're just like right. you're never going to understand why that's not a thing so I'm just going to let it go but that right. kind of idea, like good idea, but not happy. And the, the yeah, the Ouya just went down in flames. It sold, and people were saying, like, people were like, "Oh, this is gonna be the thing." Like, industry people were like, "Oh, here we go." The problem was, you got no support from developers. Absolutely. Support is always the big thing, when especially when it comes to shit like that. Yeah. So I'm just realizing something. We're talking about games. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have to address the elephant in the room. The Browns won. <sighs> they did. I don't. We made them win. We killed George Michael. May no. he rest in peace. R.I.P. Uh, last Christmas is the best Christmas song. Last Might Christmas be. is still the best last Christmas song. Last episode we went, we did our uh, episode 10, Heckmas. We did our uh, hot holiday takes. Of, like best candy, best drinks, and all that. And that was the one we agreed on. But, yep, the last only Christmas? one that we yeah. agreed on. It is the best on. Christmas song. That is uh, Wham, one of the best bands. And then two days later, oh, easily, George yeah. Michael died. We killed George uh, Michael. We also made it so the Browns won. So, unfortunately, no one will be able to go fight that Cleveland uh, radio host, because he's now sated. He's won one game in the year, and he's thrilled, I'm sure. He probably left Buffalo Wild Wings. He's probably gone. You probably can't find him there anymore. Uh, But... It's bullshit. In their their victory, uh, or post-victory, they, they, uh, in true Brown style, started the year 2017 
the right way uh, with another loss. <laughs> Amen. Um, and another in, one in fifteen. Oh yeah, one in fifteen. But in that loss, we found out what it truly takes to make the Browns competitive with a real football well, team. Let's 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 back it up. Who are they playing? They were playing the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Steelers are doing well this year. They are they are a playoff team. Yes, I guess. Yeah, uh, Black Academics, Eb, uh, Ravens fan. So salty. How do you feel? Tell us about salty the boy. Uh, how do I feel about Steelers? Yeah, how do you feel about Steelers? two very good friends of mine are Steelers fans. So I mean, I only can say so much. Fuck the Steelers. All right. So anyway, anywell, uh, the Browns they really mustered up all of their uh, all of their strength and courage this week to go to overtime with the Steelers. Mm. Unlike the Ravens. Unlike the Ravens. This is just that we're roasting Blackademics for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now as I'm silent, I'm silent for a reason. See, last time we were like stroking you off and telling you about how great you were at battle rap. Now we get the shit on you. Why are you like bad sports team? Well, well see now, see now, yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't want to get into that. I don't see now, you're not an anymore. interview guest. Now you're just a guest. Yeah, I'm not special anymore. Uh, <laughs> but nice. in the in their victory over or in their uh, in their overtime bout with the Steelers, we learned a couple things about the Browns. Um, what did we learn? How, how did they go to the overtime with the Steelers, you might ask yourself? Steelers did really well. Uh, Browns did the opposite of that. How, how's that happening? Uh, the Steelers just went ahead and sat their best three players all <laughs> game. So Roethlisberger was on ben, Their starting quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Their number one wide receiver, Antonio Brown. Uh, Landry Jones is their backup. That's their backup yep. quarterback. Yep. So we know a lot about the Browns because we Browncast every day. Every, every <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, that's the Steelers backup. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't know it was Steelers. No, no the, Bra- the Browns have gone through like eight quarterbacks. Okay, year. yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a statistic that we saw that was like, in the past, what, five years? Uh, no, it's in the past ten years they the- went through like, it was, it was a lot, like 14 quarterbacks. Who's the Steelers or Browns? Browns. Browns. Oh, Brown. Okay, I was going to be like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> Brown Town. So, Le'Veon Bell, star running back, maybe top five back in the league. Sure. Antonio Brown, star wide receiver, probably top five wide receiver in the sure. league. Ben Roethlisberger, starting quarterback, maybe top five quarterback in the league sure. right now. All did not play. Uh, so this was, what allowed, sense. this was what allowed the Browns to go to overtime. And overtime. Uh, the ultimate in the ultimate punchline, they still lost. <laughs> you tried so hard and got so far. <laughs> but in, in the, the end, end, it didn't even, even matter. matter. Now, <laughs> as great as a terrible team performance that might be by the Browns, I might have a better... Or worse, I guess, depending on your uh, perspective, individual performance. Yeah? Yeah. So, the Cowboys, uh, they started a, a rookie wide res- Or, they started a, wook- a rookie... A uh, wookie, 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 please. <laughs> that, well, that's, that's Gronk. Can that please be the picture? That's Gronk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we're going to have a Wookiee in a football <laughs> Gron- Gronkowski is a Wookiee wide receiver. That's oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Tony Romo got hurt in the preseason. Mm, good. Well, they, <laughs> no, my my grandmother's a Cowboys man. They uh, they, they, they ended up having to start a rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, Dak Prescott, who I'm sure we've talked about before. Yeah, he's been pretty good. Dak's been good, but in the last game of their season, they uh, oh, I think man. they decided to just play all the quarterbacks. Smart as one does. Probably probably just to get them some reps before the playoffs, I guess. Make their uh, salary worth it. But uh, <gasps> here's here's your stat of the day. Okay, here we go. Uh, third string. 
quarterback, Mark Sanchez. Hey, third string. Hey. Third, third string quarterback, Mark Sanchez, notable for the butt fumble in, uh, in New York. Classic. Yeah. Um, they like the rumble in the jungle, the butt fumble. <laughs> the butt fumble in New York. So he, in seven minutes, a strong seven minutes of play time, <laughs> oh my God. threw half as many interceptions as Dak Prescott did all year. Dak Prescott threw an impressive four interceptions all year. Mark Sanchez threw two in seven minutes. So if anyone ever asks why he's the third string quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) That game should be the only answer. This is a man who took the Jets to -to back-to-back AFC championships. I seem to remember that name. Sanchez? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I seem to remember that. He used to be kind of a name. He lost one of the AFC championship games, I believe, with the butt fumble, where, if you're not familiar, he ran into his own lineman... And his lineman's butt caused him to drop the ball. I do remember the butt fumble. The butt fumble. That just that just goes to th- goes to show you. There's you know there's a there's a dark side and the and the uh, good side of being thick. Really, it goes. To show- <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that statement, but I'm glad I think. Really, the the only it lesson I, for a minute, the only but... lesson I take from that is don't be a Jets fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't the whole what, what happened with Rex Ryan? Didn't he? He's didn't gone. Some now. debacle happened with him that made him leave the Jets. Rex Ryan. I mean, there's well, a lot of debacle. He yeah. did a very bad job. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that. <laughs> and then he left for the Bills. Which. Uh-huh. Got booted from there. And, uh, yeah, just got fired from the Bills after guess what happened. <laughs> Actually, he uh, got fired before maybe the worst play I've ever seen in the NFL. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, he would have been I gone by then. I, yeah. can't, I can't even put that on him. What is the worst play? This is a franchise issue. The, the, bill, the Bills today, or uh, the Bills this week, post-Rex Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, had a 70-yard onside kick. Yep, okay. Yeah, uh, I remember this now. Okay. They were playing the Jets. Hey. Which makes it just so much better. Art. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> really, this is this is the NFL's definition of fart. <laughs> the Jets and the Bills playing in week 17 in a completely meaningless game. The Jets are up 20-3. to They kick the ball off after a score. Just a normal play. Happens a thousand times every week. Sure. The ball bounces... And a no, no Bills touch the ball. So they, they're thinking, okay, we'll just let it bounce in the end zone. And we touch it, touch back. We start at the 20 instead of, you know, wherever the ball bounced. Right. That's a great plan. Sure. On paper. Sure. But when you're a member of the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> maybe you think twice. Right. Maybe just make the play as little, like, as least complicated as possible. Just catch the ball. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're going to let the ball bounce in the end zone, and you're not going to touch it. As they did. Mm-hmm. As one does. As one does, yeah. And then a jet just happens to fall on top of it. Uh-huh, a now, jet. for... <laughs> for anybody unfamiliar with football... I'm honestly... That just means the Jets jet. uh, kicked the ball off, the ball went 70 yards, the Jets got a touchdown. So, basically what happened, if it hits the ground and goes out of bounds... It goes out wherever it, yeah. it, it, you start wherever the ball landed before it went out of bounds. No, before yeah. it goes wherever it goes out of bounds. Wherever it goes out of bounds, right? So I think what they were assuming was that it was going to keep going. I th- no, the ball was stopped, and a Bills player okay. was standing over it, looking at it, while another Bills player practically pleaded with him, "Fall on the ball." You could see in the background of the camera shot the other Bills player going, "Look, 
at the ball, fall on it, point it. Too far away, him himself yeah. to come get it. Yes, that's like uh, it's like the, when you, like, when you see something falling, but you're too far it's away. Like, you're like, no. You're too far away to actually get it, to like save Like, someone knocks over a glass of water, and you watch it fall, and you're like, I couldn't have done anything about that. <laughs> Even if I tried, I'm too far away. You're like, no. So basically what I'm saying was, week 17 was just a comedy of errors. I just, I cannot believe. I want to be that Jets guy. The guy on the, the guy in the That Jets. was probably his first touchdown. Ever. I know, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'd like to, uh, for next week, I want to get his numbers, bring him up, and talk about it. Because there is, like, he could have just been a special teams guy. Maybe a lineman. He has never mm-hmm. had the opportunity to score a touchdown. Yeah, he, hasn't. he hasn't touched a ball since high school. Like, like he hasn't like touched a fucking football since it was on like the line in high school. Yeah. Now he got a touchdown now in the NFL. A, yeah, professional touchdown. I mean, admittedly, against the Bills, but but he could play. A stats, the, a stats, a stats. But he it's could true. play for the Browns now. They won a game. It's true. <laughs> they must. Have, they must <laughs> they have scored once. Probably once. Yeah. Only once, probably. <laughs> I just... the la- I, I love it when people are playing... Who did the Browns profession- beat? Chargers, right? Chargers. Browns beat the Chargers, somehow. Which, that, they should be kicked out of football. <laughs> the Chargers should be eliminated from the game. The Browns football. and the Chargers. Go back to 30 teams. Yeah. No, <laughs> get, cut them out. I think every every year, the worst two teams should be kicked out for a season so they can fix their shit. Then come back and you're still not good, we'll bump you again. Kick you out for another year. Uh, I just I love watching professional athletes forget about the sport they're playing. Sure, that's my favorite. It uh, also it reminds you that you know what these people are. They're human. They're human. They're, they're paid not, more money than we'll probably see in our lifetime. They're not just but, like dancing monies, monkeys on TV. Yeah. Um. I really, they are dancing money on TV. Yeah, they're, they're dancing well, money on TV. Speaking Three of points. you know humans and sports, uh, brought up an interesting question. Um, so we were talking about this earlier, Twilight Zone. Uh, marathon on sci-fi. Yeah, there's the ep- there's an episode. Uh, I'm bad with Twilight Zone episode titles, sure. but uh, you probably know the one when I describe it. Uh, robot plays baseball. Yes, you know. Okay, I'm aware of the other robot. Cool. Yeah. So watching that, and there was another show on TV about like uh, robots taking over people. Yada yada yada. Everyone talks about the whole idea of like they're taking our jobs, or taking this and taking that. Robots, My thought yeah. is, if you had a robot. Who's a person? Would you allow that robot to play games with humans? In what kind of games? Well, when I first thought about this, I thought esports. I was thinking things like you know your leagues, your Smash, well, your they fighting could, games. They could have a press, and then we'd be done for. Exactly, but also like in a more general, broader sense, like would you let a robot who built like a human feels like a human? Maybe like for some magic science reason, they aren't just giant machines that can knock you over because they're metal. But everything like a human, but they process like a computer. Would you let that robot play football? Would that's you just, let it play basketball? That's just called somebody with Aspergers. So are we banning Aspergers? <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> If you have disability, no. I think it depends on the game, right? Um, they'd have to have systems in place, like say if it was a sport, to feel fatigue. Because right. the mark of a good player is not in the first or second inning or quarter. Or whatever. Well, they're like, they're like in the fourth quarter. It's yeah, they're absolutely. like in the fourth, right? Yeah, so, sure. you know, like when you're, like, you know, and... So, you'd have to have it have some kind of fatigue system. If it didn't, no. Um, because if it was comparable to a human but just couldn't get tired, then it's a superior human. Put it in its own league. Right. Uh, now then, okay, then my next question. If we start making robot leagues, would there be any reason to watch human leagues? 
Yeah, because yes. well, because the reason you watch humans play now is because wow, look at that. That's the peak physical. It's mm. the same reason you play video games, but you also watch speed runs. Right. Because like a speed run is basically like a robot doing. It. Sure, absolutely. Even if you go like, the, I mean, there's the, also tool assisted speed runs. Like if, yeah, yeah, if you go to the task bot, yeah. like especially with like all the AGDQ and all those yeah. like, speed run like events. Uh, yeah, it's entertaining to see the robots play, but I think a big piece of watching humans do anything is even like, speed running. Like you see a human, you know there's a hard trick coming up. They could fuck that up. They could Where fuck a machine it up. And they like practicing yeah. and like, well, the machine you, I mean you. Put in whatever. You program it to do the yeah. thing, and it does the thing, yeah. And so I think I think robot sports would be very boring. Okay. It would just be the same I ideal play each time. Yeah, basically the ideal everything defense would each be time. Well, it brings me back to the idea of, like, you know, you had the robot that I think, what is it, Google made or whatever, that beat the best Go player in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like stuff like that where it's, like, the human versus the perfect computer. Well, it's the whole um, John Henry. Is he the one who fought the steam engine? Steam engine. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so it's a similar concept where, like, we like pitting ourselves against robots, but I think any good robot is going to be the human. Absolutely. Because, especially if it's something that's based not as much on creativity. Right. Uh, if it's something like, let's say, physical prowess. A robot's going to win every time. But if you're looking at something that's subjective instead of objective, I think humans still have a chance. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if you've been seeing, um, I always pay attention to, what is it, the, they have the robots out that are making, like, music, mm-hmm. and they're oh, making, yeah. like, the scripts and stuff like that. I, they're kind of gibberish, but there's one robot who, I, I don't want, robot AI is a better term, sure. but it's been making Probably, music, yeah, and yeah. essentially what they do is they just throw, like, okay, here's every Beatles song, make a song like the Beatles, and it's gibberish, but it sounds like something that you'd be like, oh, I jam out to this. There's actually, I, uh, at the end of this semester, I wrote a paper on augmentations in humans and how we're, we, every, every technological advance we have is to make ourselves more obsolete. That's the whole point. Absolutely. The yeah. reason we picked up a rock to kill an animal is because we, we couldn't do it ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. With our rock than we could our hands, right? I mean, I'm like, there's, I just, a, there's yeah. a, there's a robot, or an AI, yeah. I like calling them robots, though. No, same. I like having That's why like I correct a, myself. Like a Terminator. Yeah. But yeah, there's an AI. Um, there's an AI, just kind of wrap it up. Um, he writes books. Uh, it's written about 300 books. Uh, and they're pretty good. They're formulaic, right? They're not good as far as literature goes, but they're like genre but fiction. But for a, a thing that made art. For a thing that you just click and in about an hour you have like a 300 page novel that's pretty cohesive with no plot like holes and all that stuff. Okay, yeah. It's all about formulas. Like they can, they can write poems and stuff like that because poems follow structure. Sure. So anything that has structure, you can recreate in in a machine. I think what we're getting at is uh, watch out for the next piece of content where Black Academics battle raps a robot. Uh, well, for me to rap like a computer must be my jeans. I got a laptop, in my back pocket, my. Pe- <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing the bars as we as we end this it's, podcast. It's like that's where I'm at right now. All right, so I think we're running up on time. Uh, do we want to hit anything else while we're here? I mean, I'm good. Got anything, I'm on got anything to plug? Got things coming uh, up? 413 Battle League, Super Bowl Five, January 28th. The card isn't out, but be lo- on the lookout for that soon. I'm on that card. It's my next battle. We'll post that on the uh, Heck Media Facebook page. Yeah, don't don't forget to uh, follow Blackademics on yeah. uh, Facebook and Black Twitter. Blackademics on Facebook, Blackademics518 on Twitter, Blackademics on Instagram. But, you know, I don't use those things. I use Facebook. They're all being... Yeah, we, we, have, <laughs> so, we have like a Twitter. We don't really use yeah. it. But, uh, yeah, keep an eye out. Uh, Blackademics will also be featured in our... Hot pepper. Video. I certainly yeah. am. So and don't worry. All the links to all the social media will be in the description uh, on iTunes. I don't know how I'm going to fix that, 
but I'll figure anymore. something out. Uh, I don't know, go check us out on Facebook. If you're listening to this, it's probably because you know us on Facebook. It's probably because you know us on YouTube. Or real life. Or real life. <laughs> Hi, Mitchell's mom. <laughs> and we'll, yeah, no, it'll be somewhere, but you'll be able to access it. All right. Uh, th- thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, as always, this has been the Vestibule of Heck podcast. I'm Mitchell. I'm Brendan. I'm Black Academics. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night.